Do you feel stuck? Has your podcast stopped gaining new listeners? Do you wish your community was more engaging? I know that a lack of engagement can make you feel like nobody cares about your podcast or nobody wants to hear what you have to say, but in most cases, that's simply not true. It's more likely that your loyal listeners just haven't found you yet. Your artwork, your titles, your descriptions haven't done enough to catch their eye. Now, I'm not here to sell you on an easy button. There will be some work involved, but the first step is to get another experienced set of eyes on your project. It can be difficult to objectively examine and evaluate your own work. So head over to thepodcastersguild.com and book a podcast audit. From there, we can work together to make sure your loyal listeners are able to find your show and understand why this is the show they've been looking for. Join me at thepodcastersguild.com and we'll get started today. Podfade. Are you familiar with this concept? Whether you are or not, I'm going to take a few minutes today to explain it and show you how you can avoid it, which is the more important thing. So let's do this. Podcast Better is for you, the podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster who has a business, a cause, or a hobby that you're passionate about. Each week, we'll take a closer look at the mental, physical, and technical skills necessary to produce a quality show that your fans will want to listen to. Thanks for sharing part of your day with me so that we can podcast better together. Welcome, 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 fellow podcaster. It is time for another episode of Podcast Better, and today I want to help you avoid the dreaded pod fade. In the last episode, episode 28, I talked a lot about podcast numbers, not listener stats necessarily, but the actual number of podcasts that exist. I briefly mentioned that not all of these podcasts are still active. Why is that? Well, the easy answer could be podcasting isn't for everybody, which is true to some extent, but I believe that there is a bigger culprit, and that's what we call pod fade. Now, there are a few varying definitions I've run across for pod fade, but the basic idea, the basic premise is a podcaster that stops producing new content, and more particularly, they don't give their audience any warning that they're going to stop or any explanation of why they're stopping. The podcast just slowly fades out of existence or into the background, I guess, because podcast episodes are typically still available even after the podcast is dead, unless they take them down from the internet intentionally or stop paying for hosting and they may disappear then or something like that. But that's the general idea. And now if you're a new podcaster, this may not even be something that has crossed your mind yet. But this is something that is likely going to creep into your head at some point when you get to the point of, man, I just don't know what I'm going to talk about this week. Or, man, I, I just have so much other stuff going on in my life right now. I don't know if I have time for a podcast. Or maybe it's even, man, I don't think I'm getting enough listeners. Why am I doing this? Then I would direct you back to you know episode one about why you want to start podcasting and episode eight where I brought in Brent to explain how he's made it to episode 100 and episode 500 and how to increase the longevity of your podcast and episode 10 where I talk about don't worry about those download numbers. 
because your download numbers just don't matter. But that's not exactly what we're talking about today. Today, I want to help you avoid pod fade. And I think the best way to protect yourself from pod fade is by planning. Plan your podcast. One of the first things I always tell people to do, and I talked about this a little bit back in episode two, but right after you decide what your topic of the podcast is going to be, what your niche is going to be, I have you write out 50 potential episode titles. This is basically 50 topic ideas or subtopic ideas because you've already chosen your main topic. So subtopic ideas, episode titles that you could potentially use moving forward. And back then I explained it to you as it's a resource for you when you start to get stuck. I say 50 because that's usually enough for your first year of podcasting. There are 52 weeks in a year, so 50 items, close enough. You're going to come up with more stuff you want to talk about during that year. You're not going to completely exhaust this list. This list is a resource for you to come back to time and time again when you're strapped for ideas, when you don't know exactly what you want to talk about. This is a list you've created and said, hey, these are all things I could talk about. These are all things that fit my topic, fit my niche that I've decided on. And that's exactly what that list is for. But I want to go a little bit deeper with that today. I'm not saying you have to have an entire year planned out ahead of you, but I do like to have some sort of a long range content plan available. For some people, this may just be a month ahead of time. For some people, it may be three months or six months. Or if you really get into it, you can plan out the whole next year. And if you're turning this into a kind of business, that's probably what you want to do. But there are three main things that I want you to think about when you start planning. Two of them will definitely apply to everybody. The third one will depend on your style of show a little bit, but I still argue that it could apply to everybody. So the first and most obvious one is plan the topics for your episodes. Pull up a Google spreadsheet, free to use. If you have internet access, which if you're running a podcast, you have internet access, pull up a Google Google Sheets, brand new, open it up and start planning your topics. Week one, week two, week three, week four. Like I said, if you, if you just want to do this month to month, that's all. That, that's fine. I would, I would say that's the minimum you should be planning for. Have your next month planned out. And then put it in your calendar that either in the middle of this month or at the, the last week of this month, set aside some time to plan the next month and do this every month. This is something that's going to help you in the long term, getting these habits, these procedures in place. But for right now, let's just say you're working on the upcoming month here or planning out the rest of this month, perhaps. So you have four weeks in a typical month, depending on when you release your episode. It, you may have more than that. If you only release, if you have a monthly podcast, this is going to be a little bit different, obviously. If you have a podcast you release twice a week or three times a week or something, it's going to be a little bit different, obviously, but you get the idea. Plan month by month, week by week. Just break it down. And the first thing you want to plan for is the topics of your episodes. Now, the nice part about planning ahead like this is that you can start to theme things a little bit. Now, you don't have to. It might not make sense for your podcast. Everybody's podcast is going to be a little bit different. But that's something I've started to do a little bit here 
on podcasts better. It's not something I've advertised really, which I'm thinking I might want to start doing differently, but it's something I have consciously done and I've consciously grouped particular episodes together because they all surrounded a particular theme. For example, back in episode 11, I was talking about finding guests and then episode 12 was about how to be a good podcast guest and then episode 13, how to prepare your guests and then episode 14 about guest contracts. Do you see the theme there? Is everything you need to know about having guests on your podcast. Then a few episodes later, I had a brief series that all kind of related to podcast websites and the content you should have on the websites, why you need a website, how to get a website for free, for cheap, what I recommend, those type of things. So that's something for you to think about. If you have a podcast that is based on various topics, various subtopics, are there any of those that you can group together and kind of say, this month we are talking about podcast websites? Because once you have things planned out, you can also start to share them with your audience. And if you can share them with your audience ahead of time, you can maybe start to build some more anticipation. You can build some more audience and community interactions. In fact, while I'm saying these things right now, I'm kind of wondering why I'm not doing this. And that's something I need to improve upon. I need to podcast better. I'm not perfect by any means. I certainly hope that you don't think I'm perfect and that you don't think that I think I'm perfect. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. As long as you are improving week to week, episode to episode, as long as you are trying to get better, that's what counts. And your listeners are going to hear that and see that and recognize that. So plan your topics for each episode. Consider finding a common theme if that works for you. If it doesn't, that's okay too. But just plan out your next four weeks of episodes. That's not too much to ask, I don't think. The next thing I want you to think about is your guests. Now, whether or not you regularly have guests on your show, I still want you to think about this. I'm not saying you need to have a guest on every show. I'm not saying you should have a guest on every show. But I want you to think about having a guest on your show. Because sometimes you are not the most qualified person to talk about a particular topic. Sometimes it would benefit your audience more if you brought an expert on to talk about a particular topic. So now that you have your topics planned out, who could you potentially bring on? Who knows more about that topic than you? Who knows more about that topic than your audience? And if you don't know who these people are, maybe you should find out. Do a quick Google search. Do a quick podcast search. Go into Apple Podcasts and type in whatever you're looking for and see what comes up. Because that's honestly going to be your best place to find people is other podcasters, right? Because then you don't have to worry as much about sound quality and, oh, have they ever been on a podcast before? Will they be willing to do a podcast? If they're already running their own podcast, it's going to be a lot easier to convince them to come on your podcast. That's the, that's the, the one of the most intimidating things I've run across when trying to invite guests onto a show. They've never been on a podcast before. And it's like, well, I don't know if that's for me. And I don't know if if that's something I want to do or if that's something I'd be comfortable doing or if I'd have enough to say. And that can be a big hurdle to get over sometimes. I understand that. I've been there. It didn't take me long to get past it, but I've been there for sure. So if you can find another podcaster that is an expert on your topic for that week, try to get them on the show. And you see what this is doing as well? When you plan ahead, when you know 
one, two, three, four weeks ahead of time, hey, I would love to have this person on the show. You have two, three, four weeks to connect with them, to convince them to come on your show, to find them, to do whatever you need to do to communicate and ask them to come on your show. And you can only imagine the farther you plan out your show, the more time you're going to give yourself to connect with more and more influential people. Then finally, the third thing I want you to think about to start planning is your call to action. If you don't have a call to action, you should definitely think about adding one to your show. Not sure what a call to action is? It can be as simple as saying, hey, subscribe to the show, or hey, follow me on Instagram. It's a particular action that you want your listeners to take. And if you don't have a particular action that is 100% related to the topic at hand, that's okay. You, you can just give them a generic, like I was saying, subscribe to the show or follow me on Instagram, whatever social media you choose to use. That's fine too. But give your listeners something to do, some way to interact with you, some way to interact with the show. Because if you get them to do those little things, when you do have a bigger call to action, when you do have an event you're hosting or a webinar that you want them to join, or when you invite a guest on, and they have a particular call to action. You've already kind of prepped your audience to take action on the things you ask them to do. And the thing with this planning, once again, is the more relevant to the episode your call to action is, the more likely they are to take action. So once again, with planning these ahead of time, not only can you maybe think of something over the course of the month that might be related to the episode, but you will have time to create that. You won't be working last minute to try to create a resource for your audience and trying to create the podcast episode at the same time, which you just came up with yesterday. You just recorded it today. Now you still have to edit it. And now you still have to get this call to action resource out there. And like, that's just not going to work on a long-term basis. So to wrap this up quickly, three things you need to plan. Three things I want you to plan out. The topic for your episode, think about what guest you could have on the episode and plan a particular call to action for that episode. And like I was saying, if you have a theme for a particular month where all the episodes surround a particular theme, maybe the call to action is the same for the entire month. So you only have to come up with one, but it will cover four or five episodes. So that makes your job a little bit easier from a content perspective, but it will still make your call to action that much stronger because it ties into the episodes that you're talking about that month. So to bring this back to the beginning, avoiding pod fade. The people that I talk with that I know have started podcasts and they've just let them go, it is usually because they are constantly chasing new content, constantly chasing the next episode. So they publish an episode, say they published an episode on Monday, Tuesday, they're relaxing. It's like, okay, got the episode out. We're all done. I don't have to think about this till next week. But then Wednesday, Thursday rolls around and it's like, man, Monday's coming up again soon. What am I going to talk about? And so they pick a topic and it's like, okay, well, do you need a guest for that episode? You're not going to find a guest in two or three days. So you're probably doing it by yourself. Weekend rolls around. You have time to record. Then Sunday night, you're sitting there editing to make sure you get the episode out in time for Monday. And it just starts all over again. And that is the, the most common reason I see podcasts fail because they don't have a long-term plan and they just get overwhelmed. And that's why I want you to start planning your podcast. 
I don't want to see you fade away. Plan your podcast, even if it's just a month at a time. I think when you see how much good this can do for you, that you will start to plan more and more. The planning will become easier and easier. So when you sit down to plan for the next month, and it's like, oh, wow, that didn't take very long. Start planning the next month right away. Get two months planned out, three months planned out. And before you know it, maybe you will have a full year planned out. And if you want, feel free to change the schedule on the fly. There's nothing saying you have to stick to the schedule 100%, but it's something for you to fall back on. So when you do have a super busy week, when you do have other things that are going on in your life, you don't have to compromise the integrity of your podcast because other things came up, because you have this planning done. Maybe you even start recording your episodes a little bit earlier. Maybe you start batch processing your episodes. So the last week of the month, you plan out your episodes for the next month. And then the first week of the month, you record all four episodes. If you get really ambitious, you can even edit all four episodes in the same week. Or you can just edit them week after week after week. That's fine too. But you see how much that can lessen your load? There's a lot of good things that can come out of planning. But it all starts here, which is planning your episodes. So I hope you'll take me up on this. Plan your topics, plan your guest, plan your call to action. Those are the three things I want you to focus on. There's probably more you can plan out there, but just just work on those three things. Your topic, guest, call to action. Plan those things, and hopefully you won't have to experience the dreaded pod fade. That's all I got for now. We'll talk soon. If you're starting a podcast soon, you're going to need a podcast hosting company. For that, there's only one company I recommend, Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has a clean, user-friendly interface, Their system is set up to walk you through every step of the process you need to set up your podcast. But if you ever get stuck, I'm more than happy to help you out. Buzzsprout also has the best customer service I've ever experienced. So even if I'm unable to help, rest assured that your problem will be handled. You can try Buzzsprout free for 90 days to see what it's all about by using my affiliate link. Just go to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. That's thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout. If you use that link and choose to upgrade to a paid plan, Buzzsprout will even send you a $20 Amazon gift card after your second paid month. It's a win for everybody. Let me know if you have any questions, but head on over to thepodcastersguild.com slash buzzsprout today, and I can't wait to see what you create.